ya chipa como un lava rap, pero escucha mi voz, se sale la baba. Respecto a Héctor, llegó el nuevo fata. Un combo de 20 y los negros tiran bala pana. No te tires loco que un manicón. Bienvenidos a Radio Menea. I'm Miriam Soyla Pérez. And I'm Vero Valleti Flores, and we are two Latinx friends with wildly different music tastes. Each week we bring you music from the Latinx artists that we love, and this week is our new music episode. That's right, we have some new musica from the last, you know, few weeks or so for you. Basically doing these monthly now, which has been fun. So what we're listening to right now is called Agua by Nino Agustin. Let's listen to a little bit more of it. So what do you think of this, Perez? I liked it. I liked it. I did not know this artist at all, but I actually really liked this one. And this is your pick. Yeah, yeah. So this one is my pick. Um, this is a new release from Rio Bamba's Apocalipsis label, um, which I think we've possibly talked about before. I don't think so. Here. I don't think so. I don't, know. I, don't, I don't know anything about it. Tell us about the label. Yeah. So Rio Bamba is a, a local DJ here yeah. in New York. Um, she has a, a radio show called Bien Buena on Red Bull Radio, and she does. Uh, she has a party of the same name, and it's just like really good music. Always super fun. Um, and you know, just a lot of stuff with like perreo and um, and and reggaeton and and that cultura. She's um, Ecuadorian and Lithuanian. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. She used she to be a, the editor over yeah. at Remezcla, and now she's wow. doing mostly this. And she but has yeah, a record so she, label. That's yeah, amazing. and she has a label. She I think debuted maybe last year. I want to say. Wow. Um, but anyway. Um, Nino Agustin's Agua is a, a release from from that label, and uh, he was just here in New York City over the weekend. I was sad that I couldn't make it, but yeah. I'm super feeling this track. Mm -hmm. It's really good. Yeah, and I mean, the really cool thing about this is that Nino's Panamanian, right? And it's yeah. cool to hear him talk about the music that he's making because he talks about it in terms of historical lineages, right? And, um, you know, you've heard us talk about this a bunch on this podcast, right? Like, especially with Urbano talking about Dembo and talking about Perreo. Um, we've talked a lot about Panama's role in birthing mm -hmm. that, right? We've talked mm -hmm. a lot about El General. We brought El Chombo, you know, like mm -hmm. all these artists that were like really um, important to the emergence of reggae en español, which th then influenced what in Puerto Rico would become reggaeton, right? right. And so, yeah. yeah, and so Nino is trying to pay homage to some of the Panamanian like plena artists that he mm -hmm. grew up with right mm -hmm. that like really brought those rhythms to to the table there and you can hear it in the song yeah yeah it's really great yeah he specifically talks about um looking to like El Rookie and Cafu Bantong who we've brought Cafu uh, Bantong to the podcast a while back the song called Playa which like I feel like Did you even go to the beach if you didn't listen to that song on the way? You know, like for me, it's just like a, such an essential part of like what you listen to on the way to the beach or at the mm -hmm. beach. We're Pero, almost there, Beto. We're almost there to beach. <laughs> I know, I know. We're close. We're it's close. So it's close. almost summer. Almost made it. Almost made it. <laughs> but yeah, so he's from Panama, but then he later migrated to Atlanta. So it's just like another interesting layer of like influences, right, that he's working with. 
Um, so I really appreciate what Nino Agostino is doing. I really appreciate Apocalypsis for um, giving him a platform to do it. And um, and yeah, it's it's a really cool set of, of influences. And I, I really feel this track. I see this in my summer, my summer jams playlist. For sure. Also, I wanted to let you all know that Eduardo Cepeda, who was on our Daddy Yank- Yankee episodes a couple of weeks back, uh, talked to him for Noisy. So we're going to link that for y'all in the show notes if you're interested in just hearing a little bit more about him and from him specifically. Eduardo's everywhere. I'm like, when do yeah, you Yeah, I mean, Eduardo's killing it. <laughs> I know. And he has a kid. I'm like, how does this all... I feel like... I need to re-examine my life. <laughs> like, I mean, the freelance writer hustle is like very, very real. And oh, I you know. know he's working it. He is working it. Good for you. I love it. Love so, it. So yeah, shout out um, our podcast friend, mm-hmm. Eduardo. Mm-hmm. Well, this is a great start to this new music episode. Um, before we go to my pick, though, we want to talk, uh, we want to give it one last final plug for our birthday campaign because March somehow is almost over. Oh my God, como es posible? I don't even know. No, I don't even know. It's wild. Um, but yeah, we if you haven't heard about it, where you been? But we turned three this month. I think actually hey. like this coming week <laughs> is like the third anniversary of when we released our pilot. Um, I know, our actual I know. cumpleaños. Back when we were babies and had no idea um, what this is going to be. <laughs> but but here we are. We made it. And we are, what we've been doing is just a, an annual kind of birthday campaign to ask you all to support us um, in making this podcast happen. It's a labor of love. We don't take any, we haven't paid ourselves anything. Um, we've just been supporting um, kind of the cost of the show. And so we're asking folks to donate via Venmo and PayPal. The info's in the show notes, but we're at Radio Manea. Um, whatever you have to offer us, um, as kind of support for the show, what, you know, what value you think this brings to you and all of the content we produced for you for free over these years. And of course, as Pettis always says, give from your bounty, not from your reserves. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of ways that you can support us that are non-monetary. You can share our episodes. You can share the link to our birthday campaign, you know, lo que puedan. If you mm-hmm. can support us with cash, it really helps us out. Pero si no, keep listening. Yep. And if you do, if you are able to donate something, we are going to share, um, I will share a link with you to our birthday body playlist that we put together on Spotify. So yes. um, that is a little, a little thank you to the people who are able to um, throw some cash our way. But thanks kind to everyone Kind of a classic mix that you're used to, you know. Mm-hmm. Un poco it's de great. Todo. It's great. Um, but yeah, thank you so, 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 so much to everybody who supported us. Y'all have been amazing. We're super agradecidas of all your, you know, support and um and we love you so thank you so much thank you so my pick for this episode i'm really excited about because it's some new salsa hey uh, yes i know so let's take a listen to no se puede and it's by gilberto santa rosa and porfi baloa no se puede quisiera saber de honestidad y sinceridad o mil cosas más Oh, 
música de sinceridad, una poción de amor, dos cucharitas de honestidad, tres pizcas de pasión. excited to see some new salsa come across my playlists because um, I think sometimes we can think that salsa is like something of the past or a genre you know from our childhoods but it's like it's still it's still alive it's still real and it's still people are still making new salsa so I was very excited about this yeah yeah I am so excited about new Gilberto Santa Rosa um, I, I can't believe we've never brought him before I know, I know. I, I feel like obsessed with that lately of like all the gaps in our, <laughs> in our catalog, which we're working on resolving as much as we can. But um, but yeah, he's a really well-known Puerto Rican salsa and bolero singer since the 80s. Um, but he's still doing his thing. Like he's not he's not done. He released a new album in 2018. Um, and this song just came out like last week or something like that. So um, he's, yeah, he's still around. He's still doing his thing. And like salsa still slaps, you know, like I don't yeah. think it doesn't have to be, doesn't have to be the classics from my childhood for me to still be really into the sounds of salsa. Yeah, for sure. Definitely makes me want to cut it up on the dance floor. Mm-hmm. So Beto, have you heard of the, the other artist on this who's Porfi Baloa? He's actually Venezuelan. So I hadn't like heard of him before. No, he seems to be a youngin. Well, he, I think he was a youngin. I mean, he's younger than us, potentially. Well, actually, no. So he was in a, like, a young person's group called Los Adolescentes that was in 93. I don't know if you, it's so if that interesting, rings Because I remember in the 90s, in the 90s, the group of really young people who were making salsa and really killing it at the time were salsering, right? So maybe it was, okay. like, maybe there was, like, a whole trend of, like, you know, right. children's salsa orchestras that was happening in Venezuela around <laughs> yeah. that time. But I only really remember salsering. Okay. I don't know how ch- how young they were, you know? Like, they were also known as Adolescence Orquesta. But yeah, I don't I don't know how young they were. I didn't, I didn't dive that deep. But he was a part of it. And it sounds like he was kind of the head of it. Yeah, um, yeah. But now he's doing his own thing. So, so yeah, I don't know. I, I don't have a lot and much context for, you know, Venezuelan salsa, but this guy popped up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we have our great Oscar de Leon. Of course. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. Legend. Legend. You're right. (laughs) So I guess more of a contemporary question of that. Yeah. But I love seeing this collaboration because it's intergenerational because, you know, Santa Rosa is definitely older than he is. Um, And also like between Puerto Rico and Venezuela, I thought it was cool. Very cool. Yeah. It definitely makes me want to go to a salsa night and dance the night away. It's been Mm -hmm. too long. Yeah. You haven't you haven't made that happen too long. Um, well, speaking of dance nights, actually, I have been getting to do some bachata dancing, which has been really fun. And we are actually going to be co-hosting um, an upcoming queer and trans bachata night in DC. So fun! Um, this is really fun. I know it's the first time we've like co-hosted a an event really besides like some of our like speaking situations that we've done. So yeah, it's a group called QT fusion, queer and transfusion, um, hosted here in DC and they do a couple of dance nights a month. Um, and they're kind of in the style of like where you show up and there's a class, um, first with an instructor and then there's like social dancing. And so one of the nights every month is bachata and one of the nights is, um, blues fusion. 
I've never gone to the Blues Nights, but um, the Bachata Nights have been really, really fun. And so I am actually going to be co-hosting it with um, Luella, who's the one who hosts it monthly. It's going to be on April 7th. And the most exciting part is that I'm going to make the playlist for the social dancing part of it. So after the lesson, which on that night will be um, taught by Ace and Ciara, who are two really um, lovely Puerto Rican queer um, bachata dancers and performers and teachers. I got to meet them last month and they're super cute and very sweet and really good dancers. Amazing. Um, they're teaching. Yeah. It's really, it's really wholesome. I love everything about it basically. Um, and it's, it's nice because, you know, a lot of these dance nights, like there's tons of, there's a huge dance scene in DC and I know there's one in New York, but they're super straight, right? You go mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, it's very gendered and like, who do you dance with? And you know, there's a lot of the spaces can be pretty open, but it's not always a guarantee. Um, so this is really nice because it's super queer. Everyone's really chill. You can lead or you can follow. It doesn't matter what your gender is. You can switch it up. Like it's not so rigid. Um, so there's a lesson where you learn, you know, about the first like hour or two is, is lessons. And then it's just social dancing and everybody actually just dances with each other. It's not like weird. If you ask someone to dance, you're not hitting on them. Like it's just super chill. So for the dancing part of it, I'm going to make the bachata playlist, which I'm very excited about yes. um, because we know how much I love bachata. And I also like kind of want to be a DJ, but not really. And this is like a 7 p.m. on a Sunday kind of thing, which is perfect for me. So um, so check out, we'll, we'll put a link in the show notes to the Facebook event. But if you're in D.C., you should totally come and hang. It's You don't have to know anything about bachata. It's really it's really chill um, and it's a really supportive space. So we'll, we'll I'll be there. Unfortunately, Vetter will not be in town, but I'll be there um, hanging out and getting to sort of share some of my favorite bachata. Yeah. I really am sad that I'm not going to be there, but that sounds really fun. And any of y'all that are in D.C. or who happen to be in D.C. on April 7th should definitely go. All right. What's your next pick for this episode? My next pick for this episode is some of my favy faves who have new musica. This is new stuff from Mula. It's called Ella Sabe. Y solo con escucharle te conformas Ya resuena en tu cuerpo es lo que importa Sin nombre ni dogma, ni cuerpo ni norma Every time that Mula has new music, of course, I'm going to bring it because mm-hmm. I love them. Mm-hmm. Um, They've been an early, you brought them like, I think, first episode or so. Yeah, on this very podcast. early on. I've been a fan for yep. a long time of theirs. Um, I really, really love them. I think that, um, you know, just what they're doing with their sound and the risks they're taking are really paying off. Um, so... And, you know, this song is another example of it, right? They have an EP coming soon. So I'm excited for the continued exploration of their Electro Caribe sound. Um, and this is one of the one of the singles that's going to be off um, the EP. And I just thought it sounded really cool. 
Yeah, the video is also like cool and very weird. Oh and, yeah, and like the, the lyric video. They have a lyric video where where it has all the lyrics and it's all this like interesting CGI, like or like really old school style animation, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. It's yeah. like yeah. very like early CGI animation, and um, and yeah, it just I think that the sound of it is like it goes like there's like it leans a little bit dance hall for a little bit and then it like sort of moves to Dembo which makes like an interesting you know like historical and geographic journey there just within the course of the song and um and then there's like a little moment where like it like maybe like threatens to go into like some pity corripiao for a few seconds and then it goes back to the Dembo I just I think it's Mm. they're just taking all these risks you know like they're like really really taking from uh their Caribbean set of influences and um and taking risks and like thinking about the ways that like electronic music can blend with that and I mean just nobody else really sounds like Mula right and it's not that nobody else is trying to think about Caribbean rhythms and electronic music right that's there's a lot of people who try mm-hmm. to do that, but I think that they they just have a sound that's like really truly their own, and I love it so much. Mm. How like popular are they? Not popular enough. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my personal mission. Like I feel like they should be at least as big as Bombay Stereo. You know, like why doesn't everybody mm. know Mula the way that like everybody knows Bombay Stereo? You know, I think that yeah. they're so talented and so good and i mean bomba studio has been working for longer so i'll give them that okay um okay but you know i just i think that they're, they're slowly building it though they're slowly building it but i am making it okay. sort of like my personal like crusade for everybody to love mm-hmm. Mula. <laughs> yeah and we have something exciting in the works potentially yes yes we'll hopefully share. they'll be on the podcast soon yes yes um, that's, the, that's the plan that's the plan but you know, this song, another thing that I really like about it, just other than the aesthetic qualities of it, is that it's about a woman who just knows what she wants, right? Who's, mm-hmm. like, so confident in herself and, like, so knowledgeable about her own self that she sort of rocks everything and everyone around her. And mm-hmm. that's just, like, goals, you know? Love that. <laughs> I would say that you kind of embody that. I feel like you're somebody who knows what you want and you're confident. That's that's really that's really great you know it's i feel that way sometimes and other times i feel like really not right. that you know which is i think the reality right. of most people's lives yeah i feel like we're all we're all complex humans we all yeah. have our moments you know <laughs> and so it's like all those things can be true you can be that feel that way sometimes and not other times and it's still those those things are still true yeah yeah totally um all right we're gonna take a quick break to talk about our sponsor for this episode We are super excited to talk to you today about the National Abortion Access Bolathon. It is back. Hey, and we've partnered for, I think, two or three years, and we're excited to be partnering again and talking to you about it. Yeah, it's now in its 10th year. The Bolathon is the largest annual grassroots abortion access fundraiser in the United States. And it helps to fill in the budgets of local abortion funds across the country, Uh, not to mention also busting abortion stigma in this super fun, compelling display of collective power. It makes me feel old because I definitely was at the first one. And I think you were too, right? (laughs) 
Yeah. We're we're old. It's true. Um, but it's super fun. And if you've never participated before, um, now is your chance. So right now, March 25th to 31st. So just in this next week, all the donations to the Bullathon will actually be doubled. So now's a great time to sign up, um, to register for the Bullathon and to donate. Yes. And fundraise for it. It's such an important time right now. If you care about accessible abortion, it's time to get off the sidelines right now. If you all are keeping up with the news, it is Ugh. rough out there on yeah, this. And you all, I really highly encourage you to make your part to make it possible. The Bolathon is a really easy and super, super fun way to do it. Yeah. I mean, basically people should have the healthcare that they want and need. And this is a big part in helping people make that happen because of the way abortion is not covered in our country. So this is your chance. This is your chance. We're all in this together. You can join your local event at bolathon.nnaf.org and follow the conversation on social media with the hashtag bowl19. We'll include a link to that in the show notes so that it can be just super easy for you all to go ahead and register. Now's the time, booze. Get involved. All right. Back to regularly scheduled programming. What is your next song? Exactly. Yeah, so this is a song called Basia Sin Me, and it's Osuna featuring Darrell. So yeah, no, some new Osuna. I mean, he he's busy. He produces a lot of music, but um, but what do you think about this one, Beto? I love it. You know, I really, yeah. really like Osuna. I'm a big Osuna fan. Although I think mm-hmm. that some of his songs, you know, do it more for me than some others. But this one is one that I feel like an affinity towards right away. I also really like Darrell. You know, I think that yeah. that I like. He's like really bringing that Tebote energy to this. Mm-hmm. Like he's like keeping up mm-hmm. the energy, keeping up the flow. So, mm-hmm. um, so I I appreciate that. Um, mm-hmm. And and yeah, I, I I think this is good. The video is really cute. There's a lot of neons, which I think are a look for the summer. Ah, uh, are you gonna do some neon? Oh yeah, yeah. It makes me very happy when I bring something that you're really into. <laughs> <laughs> I really feel like it only happens. A hand, it's only happened a handful of times over three years, and I always feel like I get like a gold star or something. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, it's not that hard, is it? I mean. <laughs> 
tough. You're tough. And you just don't like a lot of the music that I like. So, And especially something, I feel like you're very on top of what's out there. And so if I bring something you haven't heard yet, I'm right. like, yes. Right. No, no. Pat myself on the back. So, <laughs> anyway, I'm really glad that you're feeling this. Yeah, I really like the... Um, I really like the beat and the dancing in the video is pretty great. And it's inside some like empty moving vans. I don't know if there's any sort of statement to be um, gleaned from that, but yeah. except maybe just like an emptiness metaphor. I'm not sure. But yeah, there's some great dancing and yeah. neon. Um, but yeah, Osuna, I mean, he's, he stays busy. Like he's released a bunch of stuff. Um, he released a song with Nikki Jam called Te Robare that I also thought about bringing, but I liked the sound of this better. And I like that. Yeah. We haven't talked about, I don't know if it's Darrell or Darrell, he's Puerto Rican. Um, but yeah, we haven't actually talked about him on this show, even though, um, yeah, he was part of Te Bote, which is such a huge, right. huge hit, yes. which somehow we never brought, Beto. Did we never bring Te Bote? Gaps. Gaps. That's no, we never brought it. Wild. I looked it up. I know, I know. Where have we been? So yeah, he's he seems like he's worked with a ton of big names in the industry and is like a singer but also a composer. Mm, got which it. Which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. This is great. I really, really like it. I have to say watching the video I was reminded that I'm just I feel slightly devastated that Osuna cut off his locks. Mm. I thought that they were very cute on him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. Hopefully his life will be long and he'll have time to go back and forth. <laughs> I mean, I believe in everybody's looks. own bodily autonomy. And if he was done with them, yeah, he was done do with them, you know. With their hair. I think he looks good both ways. Yeah. So. I mean, Osuna's a cute. It's a different. It's a different look for sure. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I mean, we talked about him a little bit with the sort of, he was kind of in the news a lot with the Kevin Frett stuff yeah. back at the end of the I year. I feel like the, it's around I, that time that he cut off his locks. I wonder if it was like an emotional, like, I need to let go of all this intensity. I mean, people, you know, like, that's real. Yeah. That's real. I mean, a hair, yeah, like shifts, new, new change. Speaking of which, is your hair long again? You haven't like complained about it being short in a while. Well, it's sort of, <laughs> I wouldn't describe it as long. I think that most people would describe it as long, but it's not like Latina right. long, you know? Mm, um, yeah. Uh-huh. But, but it's like, I think it's at a point where it's not, I feel like if I ever, I'm still growing it. Pero mm-hmm. if I ever get sick of my hair, of a really long haircut again, I think cutting it to the length that it is right now is dramatic okay. enough. But also I, you know, wouldn't won't hurt your soul. Feel, yeah. Like it's hurting my soul. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I'm glad you're, you're back in a comfortable zone with your thank hair. Thank you. Thank you. It means a lot to me. <laughs> These things are important. <laughs> we don't see each other visibly that much, so I've, I've been tracking it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, here's the thing. Um, but yeah, Osuna, you know, I feel like he's really kind of in in like a peak of his career. Like it's interesting to see where where he keeps where he's going, and where things move for him. For sure. But I mean, he's like st- still a young person. Like he's really he's on on top of his game. I think. Yeah, definitely. May we have many more years of Osuna. Mm-hmm. For sure. So what's your last one for this episode? My last one for this episode is an artist that I don't think that we've brought before. We'll talk a little mm-hmm. bit more about why um, later, but I just felt really pretty into this song. So um, this is called Bilingue, and it's by Snow the Product. I really cannot wrap my head around the fact it's taken me this long to finally realize I'm fantastic. I used to write my little raps, they'd always look right past it, like it's average, like I'm not who the fuck I am, like bitch, what's happening? Porque 
yo tengo el yo no sé flow que mata, el que vida a mí me vale crítica. Yo soy la fucking mexicana, muy honesta la chava. Yo no ando con pendejadas, aquí rifan las barras. A mí me dijo mi madre que yo nunca me rajé, que no hablé el que no sabe. Nosotros somos de calle, este es mi territorio, yo traigo llave y se abre. Lo que quiero yo tengo, punto y aparte. Bitch in my DM, talking about where her man did I see him. Talking about he comment pics that I be in. I just tell my friends he said rien. Bitch, I ha ha con jota, ha 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 with the J. I speak English and Spanish, I'm bilingual all day. Fuck Trump, wait, oops, that slipped out. Man, I never know who's in this crowd. Need a pair and a crew, fix now. Never really know who shoots this bitch down. Ni de aquí ni de allá, a mí me gustan los dos. Mucha crema tus tacos y se te quema el arroz. Hola, ¿qué tal? Dime cómo están. Yo ni soy de aquí ni soy de allá. So, as I said, this is the first time that we're bringing Snow the product, even though she's mm -hmm. been in the game for a minute. She's been rapping for a very long time, um, has had some notoriety definitely throughout at least the duration of this podcast. Um, mm. But I just have to say, I just like really hate her name. Uh, just like yeah, her pen name weird. it's like it just sounds so corny to me or weird or like is it about drugs like i don't know i just like yeah i don't know cocaine <laughs> it's it's very strange apparently it's adapted from like snow white quien sabe por qué right but like i don't yeah. know i just sometimes have a hard time getting past shit like that you know it's like not even about the music like like it there's this like vietnamese place close to my house and it's called ban migos and i love ban mi pero yo no fui a probar nunca because I thought the name <laughs> was so corny. I was like, oh God, I shall no. not patronize an establishment that chooses to oh. name itself in such a manner. Oh my God. <laughs> but then my you're, friend was like, it was you're good. Tough. You're tough. And so I broke you're down and tough. went, now I go. <laughs> I mean, it's like, rest I feel like, okay, there's one thing with a restaurant with a cheesy name and a pun, and which is like, come on, how many Thai restaurants? Like, it's just, I feel like it's just a thing that, that people do. It is, it is, worse. but it makes me upset. It's, I'm just like, absolutely yeah. not. I will not go into this cornily named right. restaurant. That's wild. And so you feel that way about artists too? That yeah, you, like if you the name turns me off, her. I have a really hard time being like, I'm going to just listen to this artistry yeah all right i mean it's i feel like you are more likely to listen to stuff with weird names though because you listen to things that are like projects yeah and yeah versus like most of what i listen to is just like some version of somebody's name or like their nickname yeah. you know it's yeah not, no say so. i mean not no shade no shade to know the product you know okay but uh, i just like i'm just identifying that as a barrier for me like not following her right like it's yeah so you know like maybe like a few years back before starting the podcast I listened to a song of hers and like that one particular song that I heard like didn't really move me and then there was a name thing so I just like didn't really follow her but um then the the last time that she sort of came into my radar um and I was sort of impressed was when um that Hamilton mixtape remix of the immigrants mm -hmm. song um, happened right. and she was a part of it, right? Like Residente was a part of it too. And I thought her verse in it was really good. So I was like, oh, mm. okay. Like this, you know, like this chick has bars, right? So, um, right. I didn't, it didn't like make me follow her, but oh, I did. So then when I saw a new track, like I was sort of primed to be like, okay, let me check this out. And so I clicked right. and I am really into this. 
Yeah, I like it too, actually. I really love how seamlessly she moves from English mm-hmm. to Spanish, which, you know, the song is I called Bilingue, right? So it's like mm-hmm. something that she's obviously featuring here. Um, yeah. But I just, I feel like the part that really got me was when she was like, bitch, I ha ha con jota. Yeah, exactly. That's That's such a... A good way to explain the distinction, you know? <laughs> it was... It's, it's like I laugh in a different language, so you know? So funny to me. <clears throat> yeah. 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 I love that. There's like little nuances. Yeah. Yeah. But um, anyway, like just a little bit more about Snow the Product that isn't just my own haterade. Uh, you can probably <laughs> yes. tell by this, her ordering Tres de Lengua in this song that she's of Mexican <laughs> descent. Uh, she's born mm-hmm. in San Jose, raised in San Diego. So California through and through. And um, when I was listening to this song, mm-hmm. she was like, mm-hmm. I am bilingual. And I was like, is she trying to yeah. say uh-huh. something? Yes, yeah, she was. Yeah, she <laughs> and was. she is. I totally is. She, that too. she apparently, mm-hmm. I did some like Googleando. And uh-huh. resulta mm-hmm. que like sí, you know, she came out on, on oh, Instagram yay. as bi um, a couple of years uh-huh. ago. She's family. And I Love just it. like listened to a recent interview. She's dating a woman currently, um, okay, partnered with okay. a woman. And so that makes it, me boom. like her even more. Okay. Yeah. All right. So she's recovered. She's I mean, I still don't like her name. But, you know, I think yeah. that the bars, the queerness. It's all, it's right. all like going in the pro, in the pros. <laughs> right. I mean, maybe it's kind of like a tattoo, like you get it and then you're stuck with it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't play know yeah. your name, you know? you know? Yeah. I mean, people do it, but it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. right. Totally. Yeah. Well, I totally caught that by reference too. And I'm really glad that you confirmed it. <laughs> I Did was some like, journalistic wait research. a minute. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I like this song a lot, actually. Yeah. It's it really good. fun. Super, super fun. Yeah. And I think her look is, is good, too, in the video. Yeah, she's looking cute, for sure. Yeah. Well, look at that. Crossing our taste. <laughs> <laughs> it does happen. All right. Well, my last song for this episode is called Una Noche Mas, and it's by Rikim Ikenwai. Después de tanto tiempo, hoy te vuelvo a encontrar. Sé que no es el momento para poderte hablar, lo sé Mírame en la cara y dime que no me amas y yo me iré Pero esta vez, solo dame una Baby, noche yo más Romantico for us. Uh huh. You know how I do. <laughs> um, 
like I said, I've been obsessed with the gaps in our in our like catalog or whatever you want to call it. And this is another fucking one, man. Um, we've never brought Rakimi Ken Y. And like, it's not like they're such a huge deal. I mean, I think they're a successful reggaeton duo yeah. among like many successful reggaeton duos. But like, they're some of my favorites. Mm. Like a few of their songs have been on like, it's like been years that they've been on like my sort of top playlist. So that's why I was a little surprised. One of the songs I love of theirs is called Te Regalo Amores um, that maybe I'll bring someday. But <clears throat> but this is a new song, actually, which is exciting also because they... So they started around 2003 and did like about 10 years as a duo and then they broke up in 2013. But then about two years ago, they got back together. And this is um, a single they just released in the last couple of weeks. So mm-hmm. I'm just excited that they're they're back together. I don't know. I mean, I like them and I also yeah. just feel like it's hopeful when people, you know, you take a break, you get back together. I don't know what the deal was with, around why they split or what, what the gossip is there, but I'm excited that they're, they're back together. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I mean, it's really one of those things. I think that it's been coming up a lot lately that we've, you know, brought people and we're like, holy shit, how have we not brought these people before? I feel like we need to like have mm-hmm. like a good assessment of like, who's been on the show and like quien hace falta and you know just do some work to rectify that because I think that sometimes I'm just like wait we haven't brought this person I know I know we just like assume that we have yeah I know we have like dreams about like an intern or something (laughs) (laughs) we could help us figure some of this stuff out I know but also I have to remember it's like we're two people there are literally like thousands of artists who are Latino you know like our our world of music theoretically is huge so in some ways we got to give ourselves a break because even though we've brought hundreds of songs over three years we've only brought hundreds of songs and there's literally like tens of thousands of songs that could be on this show so we gotta give ourselves a be gentle with ourselves maybe Right, <laughs> exactly. Like, not be too harsh. But I'm just surprised because, yeah, I love these two. I did bring a Ken Y song um, once that was with Nikki Jam, like, a, a while back. So they, they've done some, at least Ken Y has done some stuff um, solo. I'm actually not sure about Rick Kim if he's also been. But, mm. um, but yeah, I was mm. excited that they're back together. And this, to me, is just very classic them. Yeah, it's got a very, like, soft, sweet reggaeton situation going on. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, a lot of their songs are about love. And I'm here for it, so... That's right. Sounds about that's them. And yeah, I think I like it that the people who are kind of getting their start in the earlier days of reggaeton are still around and still yeah, doing their thing. For you know, because sure. like, there are these like new folks who've come up. But I I appreciate you know the people who've had some yeah, longevity some and love for the OG something to offer when it wasn't super yeah, safe. Exactly. To be in reggaeton, you know. Right. Yeah. And I don't, you know, I don't know if they're, I don't know them well enough to know if their stuff has always been super like romantico, if they have a, if they're, if they have a legacy that's got some more of like the sort of daddy Yankee, like, you know, gunshot beat sort of thing. But, um, but the stuff I've drawn to of theirs has been on the more romantic side. Not surprisingly. All right. Well, that's, that's the new stuff that we're digging right now, y'all. Yes, as always, everything that we talked about is going to be in the show notes, all of the song details, anything that we might have mentioned in the episode, and you'll be able to find that right in the description of today's show. Yes, um, and make sure you're following us on social media. We're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, at Rally Manea, so make sure to, to be siguiendo on us there so you can kind of see whatever, what else content we have to share with you throughout the week. 
And if you haven't reviewed us yet, definitely leave us a review either on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. It really helps people who are looking for something like Radio Manea to listen to but don't know about us find us. And our final shout out for our birthday campaign. Check out the link in the show notes. We so appreciate your support. And y'all really make this a super fun project. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening, amores. Hasta la próxima. Bye. Lo que tiro feo, llama a los bomberos.